Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. I am your host, Sam Randazzo, and I am joined alongside my two rather disgruntled co-hosts. To my right, it is the one and only Uncle Sam. I think we should discuss the CBA. Okay. And behind the board, making a sound mediocre at best, absolutely pounding his own weasel. It is Bruce, the tugboat, Venditti. What's going on? It is championship weekend. Officially, we have two matchups this weekend that will decide Ugh. who is going to the Super Bowl. Um, NFC Championship, San Francisco versus Philadelphia, AFC Championship, Cincinnati versus Kansas City. And we will get into those matchups, and we will break them down in depth. But first, we have some news to address. Um, first and foremost, and I'm sure Uncle Sam is just going to be elated to hear this news, the uh, USFL is back for another season. Don't know how, but they are. It's awesome. And uh, the Michigan Panthers will be calling Ford Field their home. And they will have home games at Ford Field this year. If the price is right, I'm all in. Season ticket package is starting at $200. Shit, that's what it costs to go to a Lions game. One. This, you get to go For to God knows how many. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I I'm surprised they're not giving away for, for everybody. Free. Listen, uh, once again, Jeff Fisher has a second chance to turn it around. I thought he got fired. Did he get fired? He should have been fired. Did, yeah. You're supposed to be following him, aren't you? Yeah. I I, I don't our, remember. You're supposed to be our official USFL. I, I like the USFL. You know that. Um, in actual news that matters, uh, Frank Reich has been hired by the Carolina Panthers after he threw the franchise's first touchdown pass. He is huh. now their head coach. Interesting. Very interesting. Interesting in how these uh, these guys get recycled. Just interesting to me. Yeah. Goes he, he turned the Col- he turned a uh, Colts into a fucking shit bag, and this guy gets a job again. Well, I don't know if he turned the Colts into a shit bag. Well, or... it's a combination of him and a uh, uh, hundred and ten proof Jim Irsay. <laughs> well, I'll I'll tell you this. I think the Colts have been so mismanaged. Um, That's true. As of late, I mean, first of all, it's it's. I mean, we could go through all the off-season episodes that we did, and I sit here and talk about how nobody in the Colts organization could make up their. I mean, you bring in Philip Rivers for one year, you bring in Carson Wentz for one year. Right. If you cannot figure out who your starting quarterback is going to be from year to year and develop that rapport with them and get them to, you know actually play with the guys they're playing with right. and be coached by the guys I, I they're th- being coached I with. I think it's dead tough. I, I think it's tough on a quarterback. If he's only coming in for one year to try yeah. to transition, I think it's very hard. I very so hard. Too. Unless your team is an elite team, it's hard to do. Agreed. Um speaking of elite teams, the New England Patriots have hired Bill O'Brien as offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach. Ushering, I, lo- I love that move. Ushering the- Matt Patricia into the sunset. Ushering Matt Patricia into the concession stand selling fucking hot dogs. That's what he should be I doing. I don't think they'll put him in charge of the hot That's dogs. That's what he should be doing. If they he'll be eating char- all the if fucking they put hot him in dogs. Charge of any food item, the numbers will be off. Um, the Broncos former head coach, Nathaniel Hackett, is taking his talents to New York to be the Jets offensive coordinator. Uh, previously, Uh-oh. he had called plays in Buffalo and Jacksonville, where he had previously worked with Robert Sala. Okay. Um, oh. Damn. And he was also the offensive coordinator of the Green Bay Packers. Sorry to interrupt, but these Michigan Panthers uh, replica jerseys are $80, and they're out of your size. I was going to get you one. but They don't have any, they don't have double any three X's? No. Three or X. Double. No. <laughs> but... So, obviously, this Nathaniel Hackett hire for the Jets is very interesting because, um, as we saw this year as a head coach, Nathaniel Hackett was absolutely putrid. But, as we've seen... He's not a head coach. He's not a head coach. Some guys guys are good coordinators, but they're garbage head coach. Jim Schwartz. Great defensive coordinator, awful head coach. Correct. 
Yeah. Not not awful. Uh, what is it not awful. I've coach. seen worse than him. I'll, uh, the, the best defensive line Fatal coach probably hacking. in the last 30 years in football was a god-awful head coach. Uh, Rod Josh, Marinelli. Josh McDaniels. Rod Marinelli. There, yeah. He, he went 0-16. He, he was an overly aggressive head coach. He was in the ref's face like Who? play. Marinelli? No. No, Mar- uh, Marinelli had zero talent on the team. True. That was a difference. Marinelli is an excellent defensive line coach. He was the fucking most putrid head coach I've ever seen. We'll have to check the tape. That's all he would say. We'll have to check the tape. <laughs> okay. Like, Jesus Christ. But the interesting part of this Nathaniel Hackett um, hire for the Jets is that he pretty all much the rumors came out circulated. and said, he pretty much came out and said the move was to, an attempt to lure Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. And everybody who knows anything in the NFL right now is speculating. That's all we have at this point is speculation, but is speculating that Aaron Rodgers is they're working on a trade to send him from the Packers to the Jets. Well, they already said they're not trading him in division. In conference. In conference. So correct. I mean Yeah, because they don't want to play him. The Jets, the Jets thing kind of makes a little bit of sense. I I actually, you know what? It does. I mean, we the broke receiving it- core is is a hundred yeah, times better than we the broke it down for the show. The Jets have a better head coach, in my opinion, yeah. a better receiving core, a better defense, a better running back room. Personally, if you ask me, I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, so that's something that we're gonna monitor. I would love to see him and Braxton Berrios work together. Oh wow, <laughs> that's what? sexy, isn't it? <laughs> Hey, you think I'm kidding you? He's Braxton gonna be you think, a monster. Will Braxton Berrios be the new Jordy Nelson? No, but he'll be the new ghost of Randall Cobb. Oh my God! Because you know, you know, Randall Cobb used to always come up with that big catch to keep the drive going. Yeah, that'll be Braxton Berrios. No, you watch Randall Cobb will be a Jet. Yeah, that's interesting, year, right? But I would love to see him work with Garrett Wilson. <laughs> so what? So I, I think if those two could build a rapport, he could be the next Devontae, Devontae Adams. Adams very quick. Yes, very um, fast. So, hey, you got Corey Davis too. Don't forget. Um, we also <laughs> that one almost flew right over my head. Um, I was waiting for you to get it. They have come out with and flew over Bruce's head because he doesn't know what the fuck I'm talking. I'm about. looking at the Michigan Panther website. Anyway, ah, damn um, it, dude. <laughs> we the strength of schedule rankings for the 23-24 season next okay. season have come out because everybody knows who their opponents are now for next year. Um, but the strength of schedule came out. Do you know who has the hardest schedule next year? No, I do not. They had one of the third easiest schedules this year. Okay. Philadelphia Patriots. Philadelphia Eagles have the hardest schedule. Oh. Um, some other notable ones. The Dolphins are at two. The Giants are at three. Patriots are at four. Cowboys okay. are at five. So they'll have a nine-win year. Okay. Um, well, you, you know what? It's hard to say this because these teams that were good fucking this year, could turn around shit to bed next year. Well, I think some of them, yeah. Like, yes. honest to God, I'm at a point right now where I don't know what Buffalo is going to be next year. Like, I think the Eagles. Yeah, I, I think the Buff. I, I'm going to be honest with you, dude. They're in a crossroads right now. Well, that, but for example, I don't see Philadelphia regressing all that much next year. I mean, do I think they're going to? But go... I see teams in that division getting a lot better. Yeah, I could see the Washington. Luckily for luckily for Dallas the, for Philadelphia. As far as strength of schedule goes, yes, they have the hardest, but the Giants are third, Dallas is fifth, and Washington is eighth. So they're all going to go through. A good well, I've seen play. Dallas, they fired a bunch of their coordinators, too. Yeah, they're firing everybody. I think Jerry it's, Jones. It's the guy they should fire is still there. Oh. Due time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In case um, people wanted to know, some, there's 227 days until regular season football. Um, some other notable ones. Uh, the Raiders are at 10th. I figured okay. that's. Interesting. Um, the Lions are 20th. Strength of schedule? Yep. <laughs> Followed by the Ravens and Buccaneers at 22. Okay. Uh, Green Bay's at 24. And then the easiest schedules are the Texans, the Saints, and the Falcons. Okay. One that really interested me is the Pittsburgh Steelers at 25th. That one... Yeah, but their in-division games are fucking harder than Absolutely. any schedule. <coughs> wow. 
<laughs> Any schedule you could throw at them. Atlanta. Listen, anybody who plays in Carolina, the, the NFC East, Kansas City, the the A uh, uh, the AFC North or whatever you want to call it. Correct. That, that, that those are fucking juggernaut divisions. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, the AFC West. You know that division. Dude, do the Lions play we, Dallas every year? Huh? What are you talking about right now? Well, they played them this year, right? In the 2023 season, they have them on the schedule. They have who? To be arranged at Dallas Cowboys. Well, then they must play them. They yeah. play them at Dallas, then, I guess. Um. Either way, uh, so. Strength of schedules. Yeah. I, I uh, don't want to look forward to next year too much, but. Honest to God, there's a lot of teams down there at the bottom of that strength of schedule. That, that they're going to be better. That could be. That could surprise yeah. a lot of people. I mean, obviously, we we know the the Lions have become quickly. I think one of the most loved teams in the NFL, and, and, and you know if they could pull off a ten win season That's next year, they they need to upgrade defensively immensely to even think. About doing what they did this year, again. I'm not, I'm not trying to be a, a, a same old Lions guy, but that defense that started out the beginning of this year, and and what finished up at the end of this year, they've got gaping holes that they need to fucking fill. Big gaping holes and huge gaping holes <laughs> that they're going to have to fist fill because you, if if you don't better, if you don't they won't win nine <laughs> games next year. Uh I agree with that. They definitely do. Yeah, um, they got to win division. They won. They were five and one in the division last year. They got to keep that up. If they can't do that, they're not going anywhere. True kings. Of so the after this week. Uh, we have a big Pro Bowl games weekend coming up um, in which a flag football game between two teams, one coached by Peyton, one coached by Eli. I, I think that could be entertaining. I think it I really do. I like the Eli bro. I like I, 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 I like them, the Manning brothers. Yeah, they're cute. I really like I never, them. I think they're funny. They're cute. I, th- I think Peyton Manning's absolutely hilarious. Yeah, I never. He's fucking stupid. I never watched their e- like they do the ESPN. They watch the game. I I've watched I've a couple. Watched of I've watched. Other, I watched the other the last. I think it was the last game. Yeah, pretty fun. Yeah. But I, I can remember Peyton Manning doing Saturday Night Live. He was fucking was hilarious, firing balls at little kids. I, I, I liked it. Um. Another thing that we wa- I wanted to do was uh, the NFL Honors finalists are in. Okay. And uh, obviously they'll be announced on February 9th, but um, I just wanted to run through them real quick. So uh, MVP finalists are, and I think we can eliminate some right off right off the bat. Right, Josh Allen. I, I think we can. Goodbye. We can Goodbye. write something through him. Actually, <laughs> I saw an interesting stat yesterday. <laughs> yeah. And I wanted to bring this up right I'm when sure I sure Josh Allen wasn't on it. No, no, no. It was it was, it was about him. a Josh Allen stat. Okay. Um about how horrible he is when he's pressured. Uh so I want you to guess which quarterback I'm talking about here. Uh, I saw this. passing yards forty four hundred and thirty eight. Touchdowns twenty nine, interceptions seven. Pass completion percentage sixty five point one. Passer rating ninety nine point three. I have no idea. That's Jared Goff. Okay. Those are good numbers. Uh, Josh Allen's numbers, 4,283, which is almost 200 less than Jared Goff. Okay. He did have 35 touchdowns. Okay. Goff's 29. Yeah. He also doubled Goff's interception total at 14. Yeah. Um, Completion percentage, he was just, just under 2%. Less at sixty-three point three compared to Goff sixty-five. Well, that's him. He's not real accurate. And pass overall passer rating ninety-six point six, uh, just under three points less than Goff. That's the thing, though. I think if you gave Josh Allen the offense in Detroit, he his numbers. Would uh, you could suck a cock with that. He has Stephon Diggs, uh, Gabe okay. Davis going into this year. He has year no run game, and he doesn't have as good as an offensive line. Well, hopefully the draft. Well, I would say Devin Singletary is actually better than fucking. Uh, uh, D 
DeAndre Swift. I didn't at least, say. I didn't at least say he's on running the field. Back, I said running yeah. game. That means uh, an offensive line. Well, he's the running run the game. Ball. That's how they predicate their offense. So for me, uh, he's the running game. I'm gonna put a little arrow. I'm gonna put a little cross through Josh Allen. Joe Burrow, who I think has uh, he should. Uh, they I'm, haven't lost. The I'm gonna be honest Halloween. with you, Joe Burrow. I'd put him up there. Is the best quarterback in the league right now? In my opinion, he's the best quarterback in the league. I agree. Uh, next is Jalen Hurts, who would be my pick. He's my pick right for MVP. Joe for me. Uh, Justin Jefferson, who I don't think has a place here. I would put. Yeah, a you know what? Him. You know what? He's had a really fucking good season. Yes, but he's had a really good guess season. What? And the guy is dynamic. Guess what? He, there's no denying. I get it. That if he played on a fucking different team, that's bullshit. And I'm not going to talk about Kirk Cousins being a bad quarterback, but if Justin Jefferson was playing in fucking Cincinnati. Well, we saw that last year. Jamar if that's the case, he, he would then Devontae be... Adams should have had MVP that Correct. one year, and Rodgers shouldn't. I mean, here let's. This, this I, I don't. I don't think the MVP should go to a quarterback every year. Tyreek Hill was on pace to bust Justin Jefferson out until Tua got hurt. Do you know a defensive player hasn't been nominated since JJ Watt? I remember that, and that was how many years ago? Shit, seven years ago, probably. Uh, and then obviously. Ultra cute Pat Mahomes is last on the finalist list. So for better me, watch out because that fucker could steal this award. Yeah, he, I think he could because steal that's it. everybody thinks he's cute. Yeah, and they'll give him it. They'll give it to him. For me, I the way I would do it would be Jertz, uh, Hertz, Burrow, Mahomes. Yeah. And oh, honestly, with what was it Juju that came out and said that you could yeah. put anybody in this offense after that, he might not win. They it. showed it this weekend with Joey Harrington yeah. as their quarterback in the playoff game. Who yeah. played quarterback for the Chiefs this weekend? That might have just ruined his chance. Who was it? Joey Harrington? No, it was, <laughs> he led him on a touchdown scoring drive. No, it wasn't Joey Harrington. It was fucking uh, Tom Brady. He played with Brady. Who? The fuck is his Keenum? Name? Who the oh. fuck was it? I don't even know who it was. The guy who played fucking uh, with Cincinnati or with uh, the Chiefs. Elvis Gerback? <laughs> who was it? It's a Michigan quarterback. Elv- what the fuck is Elvis Gerback? Rick Leach? Was it Rick what Leach? Is Elvis Gerback. Didn't he play Jesus baseball? Christ. Chad Hattie. Chad Hattie. There you go. <laughs> Chad fucking Hattie. Anybody could plug into Andy Reid's offense. Andy Reid's offense and, and do well. I agree. Anybody could. I agree. And, and I, I actually don't think you can plug another guy into Cincinnati and do with Joe Burrow. Or Philadelphia. No, because they've already. We've tried that. Yeah. The two Starter season games that, that. Hurts missed. They lost. Right. They lost both games. Um, defensive player of the year. They have three finalists. Uh, 49ers, Nick Bosa. Okay. Uh, I, I actually thought what's-the-name had better numbers than him. Mecca Parsons. Uh, Micah Parsons is also on the list. Okay. And the third one is Chris Jones, defensive end for the defensive tackle for the Chiefs. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to say no. I would say the most valuable player out of them three is Chris Jones. Chris Jones. I agree. Chris Jones is an absolute His monster. Game, he had one tackle. The guy is unfucking blockable. He is unfucking. The guy is unfucking blockable. Right. Um, but- and he's the reason why the Chiefs are where they're at right now. Because without mm-hmm. him on that defense, they're mediocre at best. Um, I will say, I was surprised. I was reading. I don't some, agree with that. But I was reading through some defensive what? stats. Say that again. Talking. Go ahead. No, say what you just I said. I said I don't agree with what you just said, but go ahead. Okay. Uh, I was reading through some uh, defensive stats earlier. I was surprised. If you look statistically, uh, the year that Trey Hendrickson had, even with his injury, I mean, Nick Bose is on this list. He missed how many games? Three or four games due to injury? Okay. Trey Hendrickson missed a similar amount with very similar numbers. Okay. And realistically, he had a better – he had a better, higher percentage of getting to the quarterback than Nick Bosa did. And, okay. a, and a quicker time off the line of scrimmage. That one kind of surprised me. Um, okay. I think overall, this defensive player of the year thing, this to me seems like it's a popularity contest outside of Chris Jones. I mean, everybody, No, because nobody even knows who fucking Chris Jones is. Correct. Unless you're a football guy, you don't know who Chris Jones is. Right. Every, but everybody mm. everybody in the world knows who Micah Parsons and Nick Bosa is. And Of course, because they're the defensive end getting all the glory. Correct. They're not the yeah, guy on the true. inside. They're not the guy on the inside causing havoc. Correct. Who gets double teamed every play. So this next one's very interesting to me, and this is where I think your philosophy on the MVP comes in. Uh, Offensive player of the year. 
And obviously they don't give offensive player of the year and MVP to the same guy. So okay. if I, I believe Jalen Hurts should win MVP, I'm going to take him out of the running. He is in the finalist for offensive player of the year. But the other three are Tariq Hill, Justin Jefferson, and Patrick Mahomes. Now, that's just to for me personally, all right. So many other guys. Obviously, <coughs> I, I think this award goes to whichever one between Hertz and Mahomes doesn't win it, doesn't win MVP. But I this one for me, I would give to Tariq Hill. Tariq Hill at, at a point this year was on pace to break, to shatter. I, and if he would have stayed on pace when Tua was actually uh, correct, coherent, he would have had twenty three hundred receiving yards this year. He would have shattered. Wow. He would have shattered every record. He, he would have shattered Calvin Johnson he would have sh- by by five by almost five hundred. Did uh, what's his name break Calvin Johnson's last year? Coop, Cooper Cup. No, he was like he was like three shy or yeah. something oh, stupid like sucks. that. But he was on pace to absolutely shatter that. Um, Justin Jefferson came on late, but I'll tell you what. For me personally, if you have your starting quarterback all Tree year, Kill is dynamic, dude. Anytime the guy so, gets the ball in his hands, he can score. Tree Kill is so offensively dynamic. The team was plagued with injuries all year. The team really shit the bed at the end of it. And at the end of the day, so Justin Jefferson had way more off games with his starting quarterback and and the cavalry all there than Tariq Hill did with Skylar Thompson. That, there so. was only three games on the year that I seen Justin Jefferson not have a great game. One was against Philadelphia. Dallas. One was against Dallas. Detroit. Detroit. And one was against Detroit. Yeah. In the game they lost. Correct. The game they won, he had all at 100. The game they won, some fucking he had a shit ton of them. The, lo- right. the game the Lions won. Right. right. But in the game that the Vikings won, he, he had like 40 yards receiving. It was fucking yeah. pathetic. Um, the Tracy Walker was on him. Wasn't Tracy Walker playing? No, they were rolling coverage toward him. Walker's the safety. They're you're rolling. you're gonna you're gonna love oh, this that's one. Right. Okay, yeah. Uh, offensive rookie of the year. Okay. Jets wide receiver Garrett Wilson. Okay. This one's tough for me. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Uh, Seahawks running back Kenneth Walker. Mm. Okay. Or 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy. Walker. <laughs> Okay, I'll say this right now. I'm taking Purdy off that list for one reason, and one reason only. He played six fucking regular season games. So he's off the list. I agree. He's off the list. Yeah. Now, now go ahead between and Garrett between Wilson and, and I'll take Kenneth Walker. Either. Kenneth Walker, who put their team on their back and fucking got them into the fucking playoffs. That's all I'm going to say. So you're going to take Walker? Absolutely. Um. Oh, Garrett Wilson had a fucking great year. You know what was having a better year than Garrett Wilson until he got fucking banged up was Chris Olave. Yeah. Nobody uh, talked about him. For me personally. And nobody talked about who I thought, Christian Watson. If Chris, he hadn't dropped them past, yeah. if he hadn't done shit the first six games Yeah, he year, didn't do anything. He would have won MVP. Me personally, I, I think I'd give Garrett Wilson this award. Just... Strictly for the fact that the Jets had so much quarterback turmoil, you didn't know who the fuck was going to be the quarterback. It was yeah. nothing but a shit no, show. No, I, I, I agree with that. I, I mean, Mike White come in, so he played games. with Joe Flacco the first, what was it, three or four games of the year? Four yeah. games? I mean, I, he, yeah. he was outstanding. Right. And then, you know. And then as soon as Zach, Zach Wilson, Wilson came, came in, in, the rapport, I don't know if the rapport wasn't yeah. there, he just wasn't looking his way or what, but Garrett Wilson, for me, won them. Won them more games than Kenneth Walker did for the Seahawks just because Geno Smith actually played well. DK Metcalf actually played well. You know, as soon as Brees Hall went down, it was easier to write off this Jets team, and you couldn't, in my opinion, because of Garrett Wilson. So for me, well, look at it this way, though. If you would took Kenneth Walker out of that position, where would the Seahawks have been? I don't know. That's what I would see. That's the big thing because he, he carried them at least through. Six games this year. That's true. He carried them to wins I think that they should have lost. For you could flip a coin between those two. Yeah, I I do too. I I personally think it was Walker because I think he was more consistent. True. And played and played well every game he was in. True. True. Yeah. You know. Defensive rookie of the year. Uh, cornerback from the Seahawks, Tariq Woolen. He had a fucking good year. He did. He's he quietly had, had a, a great, great year. year. Uh, Which, you know what? Everybody was high on him. Mm-hmm. He's a 6'4 corner, dude. You don't see that shit. Yeah, the guy's a freak. 
Huh? Not anymore, no. Uh, Lions defensive end, Aiden Hutchinson. Okay. I don't know what it is with people <coughs> like him and Christopher. They just fucking hate him. So. It's, uh, it's, you know what? I, I don't hate the guy. I like him. But the problem is this. If you put... Some of his stats aren't... I I, I don't I don't I I don't know how you can say this. Okay, he got lucky against Rodgers and picked one in the end zone because Rodgers I don't know what the fuck he maybe he was having some psychedelic moments. Okay, <laughs> and then a couple of that he dropped in the coverage and it was thrown right to him because he jumped a route. I, I get that he had three interceptions. I get that. That's great. He had what? How many sacks did he have? Ten. I want to say nine. Seven and a half, eight and a half. No, he had like nine. He had two in the last game versus, uh, I think he had nine. He's either got nine or nine and a half. He had two against. Nine and a half. That rookie tackle that was playing for Green Bay. Nine and a half. That they pulled. After they pulled that rookie tackle that gave up the two sacks to him, after they pulled him, you you didn't hear from him for the rest of the game. But that's all I'm going to say. Who I think should win this award. Can I finish the nominees? Go ahead. Uh, And the third one is Jets cornerback Sauce Gardner. Sauce is the stuff. Hutch beat Sauce out. I, I hate to you know what? You. I don't think Sauce Gardner went up against every tough fucking receiver in this every league. Every one, and he came and, out and his numbers. numbers were outstanding yep. against all of them. For me, this is it. For me, this is a no-brainer. This is the easiest one on the list. Yeah, personally. Okay. I mean, okay. This is the thing, and and if we go back to the draft talk in April of like almost a year ago, we talked about this with Hutchinson, right? And my prediction on Hutchinson was that he would be extremely consistent. Yes. And he would get you between eight and 10 sacks a year. Which I thought that's Kyle Vanderbosch. He wasn't going to blow up and get you the 16 sack season like one of the Boses or like one of the Watts or, or yeah. are going to do. He is not that kind of a guy. And he will be consistently that. He will be an anchor on your defensive line. And that's what he will be. If I'm not mistaken, he had better rookie numbers than it was either Aaron Donald or one of the Bosa's. Well, as as a rookie, that's and, and sacks, that's great. Not too many. And I will say this: Aaron Donald plays a completely different position than him. But Aaron Donald, right. his production is fucking ridiculous. Um, you know, you know, and I mean, we saw it this year. We saw a little bit of what we talked about. There were games this year where Aiden Hutchinson was a non-factor. When when uh, you like the first six, when you have. When you are one of the great defensive players in the league, a la the Bosa's, a la Aaron Donald, if you are healthy and breathing and you are on the field, you make an impact every single drive. So that's my only knock on Hutchinson. I agree with him. Sauce Gardner played up against. He locked down. I, where was If you go back and look at the stats from the Jets-Dolphins games, what happened to Jalen Waddell? He had a total of 70 receiving yards against him in two games. Yeah. I mean, Sauce Gardner, to me, is is an easy pick for that one. Next up, comeback player of the year. For me, this one's also easy. Um, Giants running back Saquon Barkley. 49ers running back Christian McCaffrey. Seahawks quarterback Geno Smith. This one, without question for me, goes to the Seahawks quarterback Geno Smith. Without question. Without question. Fuck your life. Christian McCaffrey. Why? Because he took half a year off last year? That's not a comeback player. Everybody knew McCaffrey would come back. Listen, I I truly believe Geno Smith did something I don't think anybody Anybody ever expected him to do. Saquon wasn't supposed to even be out there the entire season. Who? Saquon Barkley. Yeah, but okay. that's great. But he was. Listen, Geno Smith. He made it what, was close Geno Smith, Phoenix from the ashes. Listen to me. Geno Smith at one point was Zach Wilson. He was worse than Zach Wilson. That's no, he was, no he Yeah, was I guess you're Zach right. Wilson. He was worse than Zach yeah, Wilson. Yeah, he was a third string. And for him man. to get resurrected like this, that it was pretty fucking to me. I don't know what the scumbag out there in fucking <laughs> Seattle did to him. Met him. Maybe he fucking jerked him. Who who knows? <laughs> who knows? Maybe he milked him. I don't know. But he did a fucking great job with yep. him. He earned himself. He went from yeah. not playing he went from in an being NFL in game. total obscurity. Correct. He didn't play for five years. He had dude. not started a game in five seven years. Years. He, five. He hadn't played in five. Started Correct. a game in seven. Yes. And came out here and, came and out led this and, team within a yeah. Lions loss. Let me, let me of ask the you this: Do you think they do what they did this year next year? 
I actually think they're going to be better next I year. I think they could be better really? next year, too. Yes, just because they got that. They are. They have two offensive tackles that are fucking rookies. Yep. They're just gonna who played very play. well. People under undermine well, yeah, how good Yeah, that's part of the play. reason why Kenneth Walker had yes. the year he had. It's because they, they do and have a good offense. They have line. two corners that are fucking rookies. Who two are off corners the that are rookies. True fucking rookies. They have two. That played outstanding. One is true. One is up for defensive player of the year. Or defensive back of the year. I mean, come on, man. They have two perennial receivers. They have a good supporting cast behind him and guys like uh, Goodwin. They got yeah. one of the best young running backs in the league. Personally, I think the Seahawks are. The Seahawks will be. If Geno Smith can keep his head and not lose his composure. Yeah. Like he they'll did keep pace from midseason on this year, year. They'll be a lot. They'll back. keep pace with yeah. San Francisco next year. I ain't right back. Uh, you guys are going to be surprised with this one. Right Coach back, of the though. year finalists. Uh, Brian Dabble. You're going to have a hard time I, with I, this because you have I hard on awesome. everybody. Sean McDermott. No, no. No, you can cross him off. You know what? If any, he shouldn't even be on that list. You want to know why? They fucking overachieved again, again. Kyle Shanahan. No. Sirianni. No. He he has the most to work with. Sirianni. You know what? I think he has a lot to work with too. Although he's done a great job with that team. That team was a playoff team last the year before. So I I like what he's done, but personally, I'm 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 all for Brian Double winning that. For that team to make the playoffs was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, and the last one, Doug Peterson. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you here. Dabble, to me, is a good candidate. Seriani to me, is a good candidate. And Peterson, to me, is a good candidate. Because I, I if still you... think Dabble should win it. Okay. I, I don't, Who had more to work with? I don't disagree. Dabble. No, who had more to work with to get this team turned around? I don't think you can count Jacksonville because we already knew they were going to be good. Yeah, but we already knew they were going to be. We're good. talking about a team that won three games last year, right? That was a touchdown away. Okay, from 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 what an AFC championship. Oh, okay. Well, you could say the same thing. They got bounced just like New York did, just okay. like the Giants did. I think the Giants. I, I have... think. I think overall. That the Jacksonville team it was a lot better than the fucking Giant team. I disagree. That's my opinion. I disagree. I, I don't believe that for one minute. Are we talking about Peterson versus Dabble? Coaching wise, Peterson hands. I, I I see. I don't. For I don't what? believe that. I don't. I don't believe what? that Peterson had to do as much work as Brian Dabble did to have to turn around that. Do I? Do Jets I need team. to remind that you? Jets team was horrible. Do I need to remind you who the coach was in Jacksonville last year? Well, we already know. Do I need to remind you about the fingers and butts and telling the kickers to go fuck themselves and kicking well, in the shins? You know what? Oh, we, look at New York, dude. Wait, look I thought what you said Dabo. Look at look I at, said Peter. Look what da Brian Dabo has no wide Jets. receivers. He's stupid. Dude. It, that's Salah. No, Brian Dabo had no wide receivers, dude. <laughs> God. None. He had Kelly Kenny Galladay. He had fucking what's the other guy's All name? Right, but hold on. But the here. fact that this they had Clayton, nobody on the team except for Daniel Jones and Saquon this. Barkley. Okay, outside of us, who looked at the Jaguars team of Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, Marvin Jones? No, but we already like, knew oh, they wow, were going to be a hundred times. New York was also a team that wasn't even supposed to fucking be in the playoffs, but Jacksonville was. Listen, Jet. To me, Jacksonville on paper, you put their fucking team on paper, they're in the top ten. With I, all the draft picks that they've accumulated over the last fucking five years, six years, give me a break, dude. I'm, that I'm did giving not that surprise one me they turned around that fast. I'm giving that one to Peterson. Um, okay. I think Brian also, also shocked to see Kyle Shanahan and Sean McDermott on this list and not Dan Campbell, I will say. Yeah, that, well, he was early. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. Cut. I think if Dan Campbell would have made the fucking play, if Detroit would have made the playoffs. Oh, he'd be on here no way. He would have been Why on. Why is Salah on there? Salah's not on here. He's not I don't on know there. why you keep saying that. He's not on here. He's not on he here. He misspoke. He was talking oh, about Dabble and okay. said the Jets. Brian Dabble. Okay, okay. Yeah, but you kept saying the Jets. Yeah. You meant the, the Giants. Giants. All right, whatever. The Giants. <laughs> so I said New confused. York. No, you said the Jets Did multiple I, times. All right, I, I'm going to say this fucking... one more time. If you go down the fucking roster for the Giants, 
in the fucking Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jacksonville Jaguars are a much better team than the Giants. All right. What? Uh, assistant coach of the year. The Jacksonville Jaguars oh, are a ass. much Stop asking him better team times. than the fucking Giants. Assistant Tell coach of the year. You're wrong. Ben Johnson, <laughs> Lions offensive coordinator. DeMarco Ryans, 49ers. DeMarco Ryans. Sip on your alarm. And Shane Steichen, Eagles offensive coordinator. Ben I'm Johnson. going to say Shane Dykins. Steichen. Steichen, whatever his name is. Uh, I think I think it's got to go to Ben Johnson. It's going to Ben Johnson. I think it has to. I mean, Why? Because there was a point this year where the Lions offense statistically absolutely sh- was shattering everything. That is true. They were shattering every fucking record. That is true. They regressed a little bit. But, 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 you know, had them clicking that, one so kid, well. that one cat's offense, they also, they're fucking a machine, dude. Yeah. So but, I, I don't know how you could say that. Is the machine that good? Because it's not Sariani. Sariani is a defensive coach, not an offensive coach. Is it coach. the machine that good because of the guy programming it or the pieces of the machine? I don't know. Do you think any you could plug anybody in in Philadelphia be good? We've already seen that. No. Well, exactly. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Right. So how good is his system without Jalen Hurts? All right, we'll give it to Ben Johnson. Because Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson. Did the tight ends coach last Quentin year Syphilis. for the Lions. Uh, all right, we need to get into uh, this weekend's matchups. Though. All right, let's do um, that. First go. off, in the NFC Championship game in Philadelphia, Lincoln Financial Field, on Sunday, January 29th at 3 p.m., the San Francisco 49ers head to the city of brotherly love to face off against the Eagles, who are a two-and-a-half-point favorite in this game, and the over-under is 46-and-a-half points. And before we break this down, let's pick. Let's get right to it. Let's pick who we are sending to the Super Bowl from the A from the NFC. And first, I am going to ask Bruce to make his pick. God, why me first, dude? Shit. Mm. This is why. <laughs> why? Because these are two great teams going up against each other, and I don't know who to choose. Oh, is Brock Purdy going to shit the bed against the Eagles' D? Because I think that's ultimately what's going to happen, and I'm going to take the Eagles to win. So you're taking Philadelphia to add to the Super Bowl. Okay. The, here's, there's a couple factors in this game for me because I got news for you. In, in my opinion, both of these offensive and defensive lines facing off against each other is going to bring us some of the best football we've Correct. seen. Realistically, the, the way I have to think about this game is between these two teams, which one will be able to establish the run better? Mm. For me personally, that is San Francisco. And that is going to be no easy task against the Philadelphia defensive front. None whatsoever. But I put more trust in Christian McCaffrey and Elijah than I do in Miles Sanders and Kenneth Gainwell. That's just me personally. I know he's going to disagree. I also know that the absolute weakness of San Francisco's team is Brock Purdy. And if that Philadelphia defense gets to him, he will collapse. He will fall apart. At some point, they will. But that's another. This is uh, the game that Kyle Shanahan kind of shits the bed on the run game a little bit. This very he almost well did it last the game week. that Kyle Shanahan shits the bed. At the same time, I think San Francisco's defense is the, probably the only one in the league that's good enough and equipped well enough to be able to cover everybody they need to cover as well as put a, a spy on Jalen Hurts every play and take him mm-hmm. out of the game with his feet. I, this I've never been so conflicted over a game in my life, truly. There's not been one this year that has stood out to me more because I debate back and forth between will Philadelphia be able to run the ball like San Francisco, which I know the answer is no, but will Philadelphia be able to completely disrupt Brock Purdy and I really think my that answer is yes to me San Francisco though their offensive line is quietly probably a top three offensive line in football period I mean it's hard to argue that I don't know um I've got to I I, again I'm a very logical person when it comes to picking these games and for me the one flaw in this game is Brock Purdy, and it's hard for me to get past that. Ultimately, 
my heart's telling me to go with San Francisco, though, and I, I, I don't know why. I think that the amount of weapons that the 49ers has in McCaffrey, in Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, and that's not even talking about defensively uh, and how many playmakers they have that could blow this game open. I, I'm going to go San Francisco here. And and I know he's you're just a Philadelphia hater. Thing, it's not me being a Philadelphia hater. This is truly not. Because I am going into – I hate San Francisco just as much as I hate Philadelphia. There's no bias there. I, I, for some reason – Two great teams, man. You know, at the same time, then I go back to Philadelphia secondary can pretty much stop anybody. So is Debo Samuel even going to be a factor in this game? I don't know. I think that the reason why San Francisco traded for Christian McCaffrey when they did was so that they could put the team on his back and win games like this. So I, against my better judgment, am going to take the 49ers and the under. I'm going to take the Eagles and the under. Why? You got to give me something here. I got to give you Sway something. Me. It's real simple. Sway me. Watching the Eagles play Dallas and watching the 49ers play Dallas. I think the Eagles are uh are going to be able to absolutely stifle Brock Purdy. I really do. I I I don't think Brock Purdy uh can get cute and do things he's been doing. Brock Purdy's been living on borrowed time. I agree. And I've been saying this for weeks. He had two interceptions that were dropped last week. I I I think it's 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 going to happen to I him think, this week. I uh, think Brock Purdy in behind at the helm has been popped in the mouth yet. Well, it, it, you know what? He hasn't. He's been pressured. He was pressured last week. But popped week. in the mouth. And he that's what I'm afraid last of is week this Eagles full, team almost they pop folded. him early. They might just be able to keep that going the entire game. The thing is, is whose offensive line and defensive up line are going to hold up better? That's the key. It comes and down to the trenches, baby. Is it, can, yeah. do you, can you imagine? Fucking trenches. I mean, yes, I think Philadelphia probably has the best offensive line in football. But they do. San Francisco has the best defensive front. Correct. So who, win, who wins Who wins that? this battle? Who wins right? that battle? That, that's the key battle. That's that's is Philly's offensive line, can they oppose their will? On Nick Bosa, I don't. I don't. That's that's no. the thing. I, tr- I and I'm going to be honest that. with you. That's no easy task. It either way. The way you beat the 49ers is 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 take away the run. Is run at them and take away their yep. run. That's and, how and you beat them. And and you, you know? got a guy like Jalen Hurts <clears throat> that could do both. That that's 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 uh, they're a machine. This, here's, They've this done is, it all year. They did it all what year. Throws me off about this game, and I remember watching this the Monday night game between Philadelphia and Washington months yes. ago, and Washington ran the ball at Philadelphia forty fucking times. And, and I, I think they're a lot better now than they were then. I agree, and yeah. completely took away the line of scrimmage for Philadelphia. They, they were they were missing a couple pieces in that game. That was their first loss. Yeah, and this again, that was the Washington Commanders. And I that, know that was a divisional game too. It was a divisional game. I know that defensively, on the road. I know that San Francisco's offensive line and defensive line are both better than Washington's. I know the Eagles are better now. I, I just there's something that's telling okay. me. Well, I'm I'm taking the Eagles, baby. That's where I'm at. Fly Eagles, fly. Right. I'm gonna stick with. I'm gonna stick with. This is a good one though. I'm not gonna be upset either way. No, I think yeah. I think these is, these two. These two games coming up this weekend should be the best games of the year. Period. Period. Well, best games at of the least year. this year. Yes, best games yeah, this year. Right. right. Absolutely. The Super right. Bowl ain't going to be this fun. No. <laughs> I don't know about that. Let's I, see who gets it's, there first. It's always, it's always fun. There. It's always fun, but. Next up, on Sunday at 6.30 p.m. from Burrowhead Stadium, oh, it is God. the Cincinnati Bengals heading to Kansas City to play the Chiefs. Both of these teams, first place, respectively, in their divisions. Uh, Both of these teams, hotter than lava going into this. Kansas City, a one-point favorite, over under of 48 points. I'll be honest with you, for me, going into this game, this was an easy one to pick, but I want to hear from Bruce first. Um, We're putting you on the spot. Put me on the spot, huh? Yep. Bengals are hot, aren't they, huh? Pretty hot. Joe Burrow's pretty hot. But 
I'm going to take the Chiefs at home. I think they ultimately pull this game out. That You guys say that Bengals have the formula to beat them, but everyone's saying that now. I think the Chiefs are going to put that to a quick stop. There you go. Well, Joe Burrow's the hottest quarterback in the league right now. Period. Bar none. And uh, he's played great, especially the last four or five weeks. He's been incredible. But the Kansas City Chiefs averaged 29.2 points a game. That's number one. Patty Mahomes has a bad ankle. And I think it's the best thing that could happen to him because I think he'll pull his game in, rein it in, and not be reckless and not be stupid with the football. And I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs and the under in this game. Um, you can, you can, uh, again, I'm the biggest stat guy there is. You can go to the stats all you want in this game. Yeah. Um, I think there's one factor here. I think that. Cincinnati wants it more, and Cincinnati's hungrier, and Cincinnati's hotter, and Cincinnati's, in my opinion, been playing better. Um, and all of the fucking all of the numbers for for Kansas City are great. And if you look at it across the board, this game, I don't know how much of a of a game it really should be, but Cincinnati, ever since they've gotten on this hot streak, has essentially proved everybody wrong, and they haven't just beaten these teams. They've they've beaten really good teams really well. I mean, they completely shut down Buffalo last week. Completely shut them down. And, and I mean, let's – here's another thing. That's a pretty big elephant in the room. These teams faced off once already this year, and Cincinnati came out on top. It, granted, it was by a they've, field they've goal. They've won the last three yeah. meetings between and, them. And, and those were in the playoffs Arrowhead. last year. Let's Two of those were at Arrowhead. Correct. Right? So – uh, Joe the one Burrow. This year was in Cincinnati. The one this year was in Cincinnati. The Correct. previous two were at Arrowhead. Joe Burrow has ice in his veins. Um, I think he is one of the only guys who could go into any stadium and and not not be completely thrown off his game by that Kansas City crowd, by the Arrowhead atmosphere, all that. I think he has what it takes to hold up against that. Again, I think Cincinnati's defense, probably one of the most underrated ones in football. A lot of those guys, and I said the same thing last year going into the Super Bowl. Those guys like Hubbard and Hendrickson, and, and they all get slept on. I don't think Kansas City has an X-factor dominating receiver outside of Travis Kelsey. If they can contain Travis Kelsey, all right, if they can attempt to contain Travis Kelsey, which they have done well in the past, they've done well in the past, I think that Cincinnati's defense matches up good against Kansas City's offense still like they have in the past. The Mahomes ankle thing doesn't bother me. I think no. it's a smokescreen. I think that's all bullshit. I think you're getting both these teams at their absolute best, and I think it's going to be a field goal game. It's going to come right down to it, but I think ultimately Cincinnati still has the elixir to beat Kansas City. I, I know you've said all year that the that the the road of the Super Bowl goes through Arrowhead. That's and true. It does. And I was right. And I think Cincinnati's going to be the one to come off that. Going to be the one driving away at the end of the day. I really do. I, I think that the 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 main part that you need to look at is this, the Kansas City offensive line. If they could do what they did last week, this this should not be a hard game for them at all. You know, I mean... Because, listen, it, here you got, you got Cincinnati going to roll on the road with three non-starters at, on that offensive line. I know. That's going to be an issue. Chris Jones could be an absolute monster I in this agree. game. This is what you got to watch out for. It, On the other side of that, it, if Kansas City's offensive line cannot stop G, DJ Reader in the middle, that's they're going to be well. in trouble. They're going to be in trouble, especially if Mahomes can't move. And, and I mean, I'll be honest with but you. I, I like Mahomes. I like the offensive line for Kansas City better than the offensive line for Cincinnati. That's where I think I, you, you win in the trenches. And I think all these teams prove that. The last the last weekend, all those teams that win their offensive line controlled the game in the trenches. I mean, here's another one for me that 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 makes me feel better about my pick. I I think Joe Mixon can pretty much run the ball on any on anybody. 
I think Pacheco could do the same. Uh, Pacheco, hey, Pacheco's a little underrated. Do you know they, they both had about the same amount of yards? Yeah, Joe Mixon missed five games. Okay. Pacheco wasn't even a fucking starter in some Come on. Games. They were relying well, on the other cat. One, Edwards Hilaire, please. No, not Edwards Hilaire. McKinnon's a passing McKinnon. guy. Come on now. They played him more than they were playing Pacheco in a lot of these other games, man. They split carries. He ain't the they main guy like he ain't the main guy like Mixon. He's not a starting guy role, dude. He's right. At the end of the day, okay. Trenches versus trench. I mean, you all can't right, argue right, trench here, wide. Here, all right, here, here's trenches. my argument for 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 uh, Pacheco. Joe Mixon had 241 carries for 958 yards and eight touchdowns. Pacheco had 182 carries for 925 and five touchdowns. And there's your he had shit. 60 less carries? Correct. That That's my argument about that. Listen to me. Okay. You just, you're going to look me dead in the eyes right now and tell me, you, you're on third and you're on third and two. Who are you handing the ball to? Uh, Isaiah lie. Pacheco. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Funny joke. Biggest Joe Mixon fan no, there is. I, it's, listen, I am a Mixon guy, but I'm telling you, Pacheco's a little underrated, I believe. I, I don't think they utilize him as much as other teams would utilize a guy with his caliber. I think they should do it more. And I think you're going to see them utilize him more in this next game. And and the other thing I'm going to say, I, I I I truly believe Cincinnati has a better defense than I think they have I a better I was, it, it was my next point. Yeah. Who on the Chiefs, who in the Chiefs secondary covers all these receivers? Oh, they they got, you know what they do it by a committee deal. I get and, it. But and you know what the Chiefs have more fucking sacks than uh than I know uh, that. Them. I'm aware. I'm aware, but here, here we go. Uh, you know what? I'm not. I'm talking all the all the talk wise. we're talking about how good Cincinnati's defense are. We know they're good. They had thirty. They had thirty sacks this year. I get. You it. know where they're ranked? Twenty nine. Twenty nine. And and how many? How many did you, you got? Kansas City had fifty five sacks, and were second in the league in sacks. You know how many times this year they had all of their starting defensive ends on the field they at the same time? They like didn't they, have they, them all. They, on they the do field. this week. All right, we'll see what happens. I, you want to know one? I, I think Cincinnati's going to really do everything they can to control the clock in this game too. Okay. And, and I don't. The way Burrow's been, Burrow has changed his game a little from last year to this year, in the fact that he's not he's still a gunslinger, but he manages the game better now than I, he I think did he's, before. He's better. Listen, he's another year in. And I think it's it's done nothing but help. I think he's the best quarterback in the league right now. I do too. From what I've seen. I do too. And you don't want to know the other thing that we've seen in these games is as as cute as Pat Mahomes is, what lost Kansas City to Cincinnati game last year? They lost right at the end. He got too cute. He got too cute. He got cute too at the fucking end. cute right well, at the end. Well, here's the thing. I think the bad ankle is gonna pull him in a little bit and not be as cute. I, th- I think it's going to pull his game in, and he's going to be a little more focused. I don't know. Because he gets reckless. When he's running all over the place to try to be cute, he gets reckless. So I don't think you'll see so that. So this is what I've taken from this. You two both believe it's going to be a Kansas City-Philadelphia Super Bowl. Yes, I do. And I believe it's going to be a Cincinnati-San Francisco Super Bowl. Look at that. The third time meeting Look in the Super Bowl? I don't think so. That. Huh? The third time that... Two teams meeting in a Super Bowl. The 49ers and the Bengals? Correct. What, are we talking about from 40 years ago here? It was 1982. Okay. At the Pontiac Silverdome. 40 years ago. It is. In a fucking snowstorm at the Pontiac Silverdome. (laughs) And it was the first, the first of many Super Bowl wins for Joe Montana. Listen. I still remember him. He hit the little screen pass to the fullback, Earl Cooper, for the touchdown. Who wants this game more? Bro, uh, who wants this game? I, more? I don't. I don't think either guy wants it as much as the other guy does. I. I, yeah, I, I, I truly believe that. I. I truly believe they both want it. Mahomes, listen to me. Mahomes doesn't want to be a one-trick pony. He wants this. Don't think he doesn't want it. I get it. Because he's a weirdo. I yeah. I don't like his hair, and he's a weirdo. <laughs> and uh, I. I just like don't think he wants to be a one-trick pony. Just like I don't think Josh. Josh Allen will make it to a fucking Super Bowl. You want to know why? Now I'm going to tell you why right now. He can't beat Mahomes. He can't fucking beat Burrow. And now you got a fucking other guy 
thrown into the mix. Tua. The, another guy, I, I'm not even talking about Tua. I'm talking about that young kid with long hair in Jacksonville. <laughs> I, I got a feeling that he'll be better than fucking Josh Allen at one point. You got that dog in him? If, you don't, if you don't think I'm right, oh, I do. I, <laughs> you I do. watch. Watch and see next year. I do. Watch and see next year. Here's the thing. I don't think Buffalo will be relevant next year. Well, this and you you took my point. When when a new power steps up, Correct. one has to fall out, right? And, and I don't see Cincinnati falling out, and I don't see Kansas City falling out, but Buffalo has showed their hand. They've showed their weakness. Buff, Buffalo is in purgatory hell right now. Yes, they are. Because guess what? They're financially they don't have correct. any money financially, okay? Um, they gave up a lot of draft picks just to sign veteran players a la fucking the Rams, and you see where they're at. Yep. They're going to lose half their fucking team this year coming. Yeah, I mean, you're in a situation yeah. there where if Josh Allen gets hurt, you're done. Season Correct. Two. Correct. It's over. Right. It's over. And I don't know who's the backup there. Mitch Trubisky that, in Buffalo. Oh, is yeah. that who it is? No. Because if that's who it is, you might as well good, start shoveling into the fucking water over there. Isn't it Foles? Were we wrong? Could, could it be Foles? I thought it was Trubisky. No. no. Case Keenum. Case, Case Keenum. Oh. Yeah. Case, Case Keenum. Keenum can win hey, a bunch hey, of hey. regular season hey. games. You know who's third? No. Matt Barkley. I like Matt Barkley. <laughs> I always I thought he was pretty good at USC. Uh, but anyway. All right. So. Uh, That's our picks. I think it's going to be. I don't think you could. I'm going Philadelphia, Kansas City. Bruce going is going. Philadelphia, Kansas thing. City. Kansas City. You're going, going with I'm the 49ers and the Cincinnati, Cincinnati Bengals. Mm-hmm. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> um, I think this is going to be the best. The, I mean, you could you have picked two better games? I, I truly no, I think, think you. I have, think this is. Uh, and this is the first time in a long time I think you could say this. I think you truly have the four best teams in football playing this week. Oh, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Uh, wholeheartedly, I agree with what you're saying. Usually, there's a fluke in there. Usually you get a fluke in there. Yeah, right? we did, that didn't happen this week. The flukes got knocked out last week. Yep, and I thought there, yeah. we'd get a fluke. I did. Well, uh, sometimes you have a fluke in there just to keep things. I thought Dallas would be the fluke. Just to keep it I really did. Um, I'm glad they're not. I, I was never worried about Dallas for one fucking minute. <laughs> not one motherfucking inkling of a second. Do you know why? When you have a coach like Mike McCarthy hey. and a quarterback like Dak Prescott – I am not worried about fucking hey, that at all. You know what? You're so quick to sit here and jump on the jump on the the Bills ain't shit train. You picked them last week. Who? You. Mm-hmm. I picked the Bills and for one reason only. Don't even go there. Go ahead. Tomar. <laughs> it was all about Tomar. And I got and guess what? The NFL did everything they can to get Tomar's presence on there. Then I heard Oh, stop. We're not going. Wait a there. minute. We're not going. Then I there. heard about the Tomar Standing, that he wasn't. Oh, the conspiracy. This conspiracy theory where it wasn't him. It was somebody fucking else dressed like him. And I was just like, "Are people that stupid?" (laughs) And uh, yes, they are. Yeah. Anyways, they are. The NFL loves Demar. They love the con. They love. Can we the train wreck? And that's that's what they want. Can we stop with Demar? Absolutely, we're, dude. We're very I was done with tomorrow the day after. Well, you're the one. I was done with tomorrow the day after it happened. Still talking about it, and I, I don't even uh, listen to me. The only reason why I'm true. talking about it is so this, the only one that's still talking. About. This is what the NFL wanted. It. It's what the NFL. Well, why wanted. are you giving them what they want? Then isn't God, that the perfect side to you're shut up? Them. Putting food in the mouth. Anyways, enjoy championship. How much did he raise on his little thingy? Over $8 million. Jesus Christ. Uh, Enjoy championship weekend. Again, I think it's going to be the two best football games of the year. When I have a heart attack, are you guys going to have one of those for me? Yeah, I don't know how well it'll... When I need my heart surgery, heart replacement surgery. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. Make sure to follow our socials, Instagram and Twitter at Tip Balls, TikTok at Tip Balls Podcast. Do not follow me. Go ahead. Uh, you can follow him on Instagram at Sal Sig. Oh, if you damn. are listening on Spotify or Apple Music, make sure to check out our YouTube channel and remember to ring the bell and subscribe. Bing. You'll like watching us more than listening. I, I, you got to look at him. You'll just laugh. Uh, thank you guys so much. Again, enjoy Championship what Weekend. What am I, a joke? We will be back. Am I funny? What, what am I, what funny? A clown? Am I a joke? Am I a fucking am I a clown? clown? We'll be Brian back Monday you? to figure out which one of us was right and wrong. Thank you, guys. 
Have a great weekend. Am I perfect?